Hello, and again, welcome to BitDepth. I'm Santiago Ramones. Across from me is... Psych the Wordsmith. Heck yeah, man. I am only kind of recently getting into the rap scene of Oklahoma. And so, yeah, I mean, really, it's more like now that Sundeep had that Rap for Change album, yeah. I'm like, all right, I have a list. Yes, I have a list of people yes, yes. that like were featured on that thing. And like, here are the people that are at, at least cool enough to work with Sundeep. Yeah. So it's like, yes, I know yes. how cool Sundeep is. I know how cool these people are. Right, so. right. <laughs> um, so first of all, who are you? What do you do? Uh, well, who am I? So, well, I'm gonna just say my real name, Clint Blackwell Jr. That's my real name. Uh, I never really tell anybody my name's like the wordsmith. Um, but I mean, that's who I am. Um, every other day, I don't really like to talk a lot about music. I let it show for itself. You know what I'm saying? So, um, what do I do? <sighs> I just try to live day to day and try to make sure everything's good, but. Honestly, um, I'm just an average person. Like, I mean, got an average job, bro. Like, I, I work at, um, right now, I, like I said, I just came from my church. I'm the creative, I really don't know what the title is. Creative director, worship coordinator. I really don't know. I'm just there to help and, you know, spread, spread love, bro. You know what I mean? So, um, I do, with that, all entails is like, I do video editing. I do, um, a lot of different presentations. I make uh, certain videos that we promote out for our, for our uh, church. And, uh, and I also have a tech team uh, developed to where I could teach them the same things. Um, so that way I don't have to do all this stuff. You know what I mean? And there's also, I love to see also do uh mom making those videos. So you'll see me sometimes on the, pre- like on the projector, giving our announcements so i do that as well but once again i try i'm get tired of seeing my face up there and i want somebody else to do it you know what i mean so um on the side of that um i work at hobby lobby i'm just uh you know i'll be packing boxes bro i used to be a supervisor i don't really want to be a supervisor anymore because i don't like dealing with people like i just don't you know what i mean um so i do that as well i also teach um acting and modeling uh, for John Casablanca's, um, that's virtual. So when we have our Zoom meetings, uh, I kind of taken a, I've taken a break on it, um, just because the timing was off. Whenever I get, you know, my main job, um, sometimes I can't make those classes, so I have to work like either on the weekends or you know whatever have you. Um, and then um, out of that, I teach uh, like more so the acting side just because I went to uh graduated from Cameron University um in theater arts um and so that obviously helped out a lot and so uh, with modeling I'm not too too sure on that so they really give me a lot of more acting classes just because I mean that's what I know and I teach what I know teach what I've been taught by my professors um and I just try to help people out and encourage them on the daily, like with that, when it comes to that. And um, even if they need one-on-one rehearsals, you know, they, I give them my email or my number and they can hit me up and we can go over certain things. And then on top of that, I door dash. So, man, you know, I was just trying to get to the money, bro. Like, that's all it is. <laughs> so um, that's that's who I am. That's what I do. Um, trying to just be a light in the world, bro. Yeah. You know, 
Where does the name Psych the Wordsmith come from? This is, gonna, this is crazy. I'm actually probably going to change it soon, but right now. So Psych the Wordsmith, literally what I did um, when I first started, very first started, and that's like YouTube videos. Nobody nobody knows about those. They're still up there, but... Um, People are about to look for them. I- <laughs> <laughs> um. When I did those, I was kind of going, I was going under the name Infamous Supernova, and then that changed to Psychotic. Mm. Psychotic, I thought was a little too crazy, obviously, but um, because I started, people, a lot of people called me a Christian rapper. That has actually changed because I, st- I still believe in God, but like um, the content has changed. So um, I took out Psychotic and just stuck with Psych with an E. Um, and what was crazy about that is one time there was a Facebook message I got from Psych, the band, like mm. they hit me up. I don't know why, but they were just like, hey, uh, yeah, we see that you do music and your name's Psych. Have you ever heard of us? And I was like, I don't even know who y'all are. Like, I never heard of them. But I mean, I know they're they're still pretty, you know, well known. Uh, and so I looked them up. I'm like, dang, I didn't know y'all was a band. My bad. You know what I'm saying? He was like, yeah, you might think about changing your name because, you know, we were here first, basically, you know, like that, you know? And I'm like, I guess, bro, like, it's not that big of a deal. I'm just trying to get my music out there. So, um, I mean, I kept psych with the E for a minute. Um, and then I released a mixtape, uh, after my very first, I guess it was the second mixtape I did. Um, and the wordsmith came from honestly, it came from um, what's that show? Man, how can I forget it? <laughs> it was on Netflix. Jaden Smith was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of different people were in it. It was uh, the Get Down. I think it was yeah, the Get Down. So they used that name, the wordsmith, and I was like, okay. And then when I went back, I thought about you know like Chance the Rapper, and I was like, okay, psych the worst. <laughs> so that's what I did, you know. But um. Now, like I said, I moved the E. The reason why I moved the E is just because people kept saying psyche instead of psych. And so that got on my nerves. And I was like, we're just going to remove that off. So anytime when I, the stuff that I'm going to start releasing now will be under that name. And my friend was funny because he was like, how are you going to rebrand yourself and not rebrand yourself? And I was like, bro, I don't care. I'm just like doing what I do. You know what I mean? So it's like whatever. But um, that's where that came from. Um Probably in the like I said in the next year or so I'm gonna change my name. I don't know what to what yet, but I want to have like also a. It's gonna be two names because I want to have one, a different just a different personality mm-hmm. of when I'm rapping, and that's kind of gonna that's kind of gonna be like fun tracks like just because I'm doing what I want, and then like the more spiritual, um, inspirational and intentional songs will be like my my full like actual name. I actually put my full name into it, so yeah, yeah. For sure. Names are hard, especially like as an artist that you're trying to do this thing that's just going to describe the thing that you do forever. And it's like, man, I don't know. I'm always changing too, right? And so, I mean, like for me personally, I just go with Santiago Ramones on everything. And so it's like whatever it is that I decide to do, be it ambient music or experimental stuff or singer-songwriter stuff, like this is all me. And and I mean, you could do that with anything anyways but like the name that you put on it like says something about it and so it's like you're like the worksmith and like oh this is probably a rapper yeah, this yeah, is like right. you can at least right. get an idea of what's going on here and so you're 
you're good. And whatever you change it to, I'm sure will be good too. <laughs> um, I appreciate that. So, I mean, acting, performing, rapping, video, modeling, what, uh, where does this all begin? I would say when I was in middle school, um, and I went to two private schools. So, uh, the second one I went to before I went to high school, um, that's, I think that's when I really started getting into acting. And uh, we had a play, I think it was for Easter. I can't remember which holiday it was, but um, I remember playing Jesus on that one. Mm -hmm. And so um, that was my very first, like, if I remember correctly, that was my very first play I had been in. And I think after that, we had... Um, I mean, Jesus is a good start. <laughs> You're going way up there. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, so kind of after that, uh, when I got to, I went to Harding um, and um, I did drama there. And I just kind of, I don't know, man, I kind of stuck with it just because that was something I love doing. I love musicals more. I haven't been in a musical in a minute, but um, I'm just actually starting getting back into plays because I... Um, got offered a um, uh, um, role for uh, this uh, theater company. Um, we are doing rehearsals now, so I'm kind of getting back into plays now as well. Um, but I did, I love musicals more just because of obviously the song, the instrumentation, um, the, exactly. Yeah, definitely the dance. Uh, and then like having the movements, the rehearsals behind it, and then just the energy, like the energy that's filled into it is, uh, pretty amazing. And so that I just, after kind of doing that for so long, I remember being in, uh, Greece. I played, uh, Danny. Stupid. It was funny, but it was fun. Um, and then I did. Uh, we did. Um, Disney. I forgot which one it was. We played that too. I don't remember my role, but um, I know my drama teacher, Miss Gray. Like she was always kind of pushing me. Like she was like, "You need to. This is something you need to stick to. You know, something you need to do." Um, but uh, that's kind of how it all started. I just i I kind of fell into what people were telling me to, just because um. I didn't really know what I was doing, but it felt right just because I was um, loving it, you know, and it was it was fun to get into the rehearsals. It was fun to memorize the lines. It was fun being around other actors and actresses that uh, had the same passion as I had, you know. Um, but I will say, like, the music came first just because um I love listening to, I mean, I listened to grew up on old school. So my mom would play that in the car, all the old school jams that they had on the radio. I'll hear those every time when I got off from school, like my mom picked me up. Um, and then really, uh, I would say I started like just freestyling and that's what I started. I had a little, little pixel camera, like, and I'm using that, standing that up, recording myself. Sometimes I would just record the video camera. I mean, the, laptop that I had because I didn't want people to see my face but um and I would just freestyle and put that up on YouTube and um then I actually started writing and I <laughs> this is actually funny I wanted to sing first I remember I wrote my first song like you know I'm singing I'm in the bathroom you know chilling singing you know rehearsing the song I get out of the bathroom I go to my mama and I'm like hey mama I want to show you something and she was like okay and so I started singing the song and the way I sang it, she was like, so this is what you, 
<laughs> this is what you want to do? <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is really... And, like, it was... I, I can't really... I can't remember the song, but the way I sang it, it was not, like... It wasn't black, basically. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, once she heard it, though, she was like, okay, well, you know, I'm with you. You know, whatever you want to do. So, uh Kind of after that, too, I, I actually, like, wrote, like, started rapping, though. But I would listen to, like, Fresh Prince. I would listen to, like, I would listen to his albums, like, heavy. And um, and then, like, I would listen to a lot of Christian rap, a lot of Lecrae. I listened to old Lecrae. Um, that's kind of what I grew up on. And I never really listened to, like, gangster rap and all of that. I wasn't allowed to. So, um I didn't really start learning about that till I got to high school, really. And even then, I was still lost because there was a lot of songs that people were singing. I'm like, I don't know what y'all talking about, you know. So, um, but that's kind of where the rapping came into to, to uh, come came into place. And I felt like that happened a little bit before mm-hmm. acting, um, and all of that just kind of meshed together even more uh, while I was in high school and in college. Yeah. And when I got to college, though, is when I really started. Cause I was actually cussing more in my raps before I even, um, before I got to college. And I met one of my good friends. He's an artist too. Now, um, he goes by King Leo. Um, we were roommates in college and I heard his music. He gave me his, his CD and everything. And I was like, listen to it. I was like, dang, he's not cussing. So I think I can do the same thing. And, um, I just actually took the time to write and actually like try to write positively. You know what I mean? Um, so, uh, that's kind of where it all took place. Um, uh, dancing, bro. I don't know really how, I don't know how to dance. I just kind of like move my body and like, cause I've seen other people as my friends like dancing. I'm like, dang, like how you dancing like that? You know, like just the steps and everything like that. But it's still amazing to even know them because they're actually like putting the time in, you know, but, um, yeah, when it comes to rapping and, and acting like that, it's just, that's kind of how it all meshed together. It's just like different stations that I've been a part of. And Would you major in college? Theater arts. There you go. Emphasis in, <laughs> emphasis in performance, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. So I guess like I have to acknowledge the, the distinction of like what a black performer is versus, you know, anyone else is that like and especially in theater world is that like yes there is you know black musicals and stuff but like you know you like you're saying like you're in greece it's like that was not written for black people (laughs) uh so i mean like and and that's the, (laughs) the weird the weird place in in especially theater world that is so like you know, it's it's white feeling anyways and the style of songs and the stuff. But like that's still an influence. Right. Like um, and so I guess, uh, yeah. What was your experience uh, going through the theater world as a black dude is yeah. sort of being what? I guess, yeah, how, like, what did they expect you to be, being who you wanted to be, and all that sort of thing? Um, so, when it comes to, so in the, um, in high school, um, I think we did, I, and I, every time, bro, like, I, I try to get, you know, black plays, like, Fences, um, you know, August Wilson, a lot of different other black plays that we could, we could have done, you know, Raising in the Sun, I mean, like, 
trying to let them know about black playwrights, you know, like, I'm like, hey, can we do this? Can we do this? The only time we ever did it was like in class. We never really had it on stage, of course. Right. And then the same thing happened in college, like because we were in college, bro. Like we was doing Greek plays, bro. Like <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> we got time for Liz Estrada, but we can't do freaking Raisin in the Sun. <laughs> you feel me? And then we did like, I think we did Edifice too. And I'm just like, bro, <laughs> it's cool. Like the timing of it, like the, how they pace, how the characters act. And like, when you go through all of that, that's cool and everything. I just cannot relate, bro. Like, I just can't, you know, and like, it's, it's, it's really cool too. I did enjoy it because like, I learned like different cultures and stuff like that. And also those different playwrights and what we looked into and how we're supposed to act. Um, and it was a lot of different plays I didn't know about. And we learned about it. We read it. And I mean, it was nice to see. It was nice to be in those, those certain performances. Um, and there was also times, bro, like when we did it, I just wasn't in it. And like that reflected upon my performance. Sometimes that reflected upon rehearsals where I just wasn't fully enthralled because I'm not used to this. You know what I mean? And the fact that I tried to, you know, bring it up, not even try. I did bring it up. Like I went to the professor, the main one. I'm like, hey, can we try to do Raising in the Sun? Mm-hmm. You know, it just wasn't. It was slow playing. I was like, eh, you know, maybe I'm like, dude, yes or no? You know what I mean? So um, it's just all dependent. I mean, he's a great he was a great professor. Like he helped me out a lot um, just with timing and with um, kind of building upon my character to how I'm supposed to act and how I can memorize better and stuff like that. Um, but trying to adapt to what it is they had on their schedule was hard. And on top of that, we had to build a set. So it's like, which was cool too. It was really cool because, um, of course, learning how to be precise in measurements, making sure that everything is aligned perfectly. Um, and even when stuff messes up, learn knowing how to, problem solve and how to make things fit if something you know unexpected happens so um that was one thing i really appreciated too i couldn't tell you how to do it now because that was a long time ago but uh even like the lighting like i mean i learned about the light light board uh the sound board i actually did sound design for one of the shows uh, which I learned a lot of different music. So I think that was, that was cool too, just because it was the time like with Sinatra and, um, you know, the Rat Pack and all of them, um, hearing all of those type of sounds. And once again, I mean, there was black music then too. And it was like, you know, they wasn't doing that. And it was like, uh, yeah, it's people better than them, bro. Like, I mean, on some real, you know, but um, she had a specific way of like what was going to be accepted. And like I said, the people that I found, I was like, oh, I mean, they're cool. I never really heard them. So, you know, kind of getting adjusted to the, the, those types of things. Um, all of those different areas that I had to, adjust to like it was it was cool it was it was fine um i just wish we would have done those different plays you know what i mean so yeah i mean the 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 code switching is is a thing but not even just like code switching but like behavior switching right like i see what you're saying and i mean the and i i like barely was in theater stuff myself anyways but like yeah the the expectations are different. The, uh, yeah. So, I mean, one thing that 
I can see is that like you've more found yourself over time of like how to express yourself uh, even through all of these different influences, even through the theater influences. So I guess um, in what ways did you find that it became more you? Mm. Your performance and your music and whatever, you know. So I would say... Probably after, after I would, cause there was a, there was one play that we did. It was called Dark River. I'll, I'll never forget it. Um, totally different play. I feel like I was typecast, but that's fine. It's whatever. But, um, personalization when it comes into feeding off that character and trying to make it your own, mm-hmm. um, and not just mimicking what you've seen before. You know what I mean? I think that's one big thing about it just because, and that goes even just for music too, just because, I mean, we have cadences, we have influences and things of that nature, but making it your own to where you are set apart. You know what I mean? Um, So that happened with that play um, just because I delved a little deeper and that was something that... (laughs) it kind of stuck to me. Like, I felt like I was very connected to that character just because um, the demons that that character had when it came to drinking, when it came to acting out wild, stuff like that. Um, And then now the violent part, I'm not violent, but you know what I'm saying? Um, It was just a certain way of how I built that character. Um, He was like, uh, something happened with, I guess the. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I don't remember, but I can tell you that it was very. He was a very ferocious character, if you will, you know, and he was like very um, combative to the point where he you know he about to bring a bat and hit somebody, you know, it was like wow, like crazy. But the aggression that that character brought and how I saw like what he was feeling because he felt like he was done wrong. So those feelings that we're trying to defend ourselves, we bring that type of energy to the table because we feel like, you know, we're in the right, you know, and I, I very, very much so felt that instantly because I, that's, that was my whole life, you know, especially during college and even now, like, you know, um, just a lot of different things that I've been through and I feel like nobody sees my side, you know what I mean? And so now it doesn't really justify my actions and how I act and how I might go off on people or something like that. Or, you know, cause it's like, you don't have to do that. It's really not, it's not that deep. Um, but I just feel like I, I understand, you know what I mean? And I, that's what, when they came to that character and like, even just finding myself, um, and how exactly I can share myself to other people and give a piece of myself to people. So that way they can know the true me is something that's, you know, imperative. So hopefully that answered the question. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what is a deep or nitty gritty or advanced thing that is in your music that you're like super proud of? And even if nobody notices, you're like, I worked really hard on that thing. Um, I think the, con- the concept behind it 
of my projects and like trying to put like different skits and trying to build a story. Um, especially like the last one I did because I kind of did, I had put out a, a EP. It might've, no, it was probably just a mixtape on SoundCloud a long time ago where I put like different skits and try to build like a story, but it really like, not a lot of people saw that, but like you said, like, I know I did that. You know what I mean? So this one that I just put out, I feel like, um, just it's more so like that inner part of me. I, I had another album called inner sense too. Um, Oh, it's inner sense, but, uh, I have a lot of thoughts in my mind and I spread those thoughts into the album itself. So you can see what exactly I'm saying um, to myself, I should say, you know what I mean? So it's like every time I'm paranoid or every time I'm just like seeing a lot of red flags, like I hear these voices, you know, but I'm not listening all the time. You know what I mean? Cause I'm just kind of straightforward. I'm like, nah, that can't be it. That can't be it. You know what I mean? And also I know God's voices inside of me too, just because um, that overpowers all the other little voices that's inside of my head. You know what I mean? So, um, and the reason why I know that's his voice is because I'm already thinking about it and then something happens and it just correlates, mm. you know what I mean? And it's like, I was just, that was like, that was just on my mind. Like whether it be a person that I maybe had a dream about or something, or either um, I just saw this person and then the situation that has happened, they're involved some type of way. And then I'm seeing different signs and it's all like aligning together. And I'm like, bro, what? You know, so it's like something that I prayed about too. And also just talk to God about, cause I just talk aloud to myself and that's me talking to him, you know? Um, but now the other voices that's in my head, it's like, I say inner sense just because um, we have that, those senses inside of us that is bouncing back and forth, you know, just going back and forth. And it's like, you don't know which one to listen to. That's sometimes how I'll be like, and I'm still dealing with that. Um, that's why I'm pretty sure I'm going to put out a part two to inner sense, because there's a lot of deeper stuff that I haven't told anybody. That's why I don't like, I tell people things, but I express a lot, like a hundred percent, in my music just because that's the only way to do it. That's how I see it. That's the only way to do it. Um, I mean, you don't want to tell everybody everything, but at the, you know, at the same time, like if you, if you're open about it and you know, you're forgiving yourself about things or you, you just open because that person might be going through the same thing. You never know. Mm -hmm. And I just want to be that vessel um, so that people will know, um, you know, everything's going to be okay. You know, at the end of the day, that's how I see it. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, why music or why performance? Why this thing? <laughs> Bro, there's nothing else to be honest. Cause like, I just like literally it, this has to be it. You know what I mean? Um, uh, whether or not I don't have to be famous, I don't have to, it's just, it's more so the passion behind it and, and helping people grow to the reach their full potential. And if somebody can say, Hey, I heard your song and, that really had me up today and I appreciate you putting this on here. Like that, all that, if anything, like I don't care about a Grammy, bro. I don't care about awards. I don't care about being the best. Like if I just hear that from somebody, that's it. Like that's really all it is. Um, I, at the one point I used to want to be, you know, 
I want everybody to know that I rap. I want to, you know, I want to be noticed. I want to be the person, you know, in the conversation. I don't care no more, bro. Like, I really don't. It's, it is what it is. Like, I, I love seeing other people. Like, and I'll say this too. Like, I get envious when I see other um, artists, it's local artists, and seeing how they're growing and how they, how they are, um, gaining all of this have like all these accomplishments and gaining all of this uh notoriety but it's not envy to where i'm just like harping on the profile like man you suck like stuff like that it's just more so like it pushes me you know what i'm saying like because like not even just to be where they are but just to define more of who i'm supposed to be you know what i mean so uh that's where that envy comes from and it's nowhere near like i have no nothing against nobody it's just like I, I I drive off of that, you know. What I mean, I'm like, dang, okay, I know I gotta I gotta get to it. I gotta get to the work, and that's why I'm like now. Like I said, finally got my equipment. I'm just trying to like push and push and just stay consistent, you know. And if anything, bro, music, I'm gonna stay consistent on it. I could be 85, bro, and I'm mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you man. know what I'm saying. Like Snoop Dogg just got into Call of Duty. <laughs> like what? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm going to still be pushing, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, you know, uh, whether that be helping other people, you know, be in a studio. Because I love doing that, too. I've done that in the past where I've had people come over and they just record. And, you know, I make stuff down for them. And they say they enjoy it. And I mean, I'm like, okay, here. You know, and I'm not, I don't charge. Like, I'm just, at the end of the day, it's all about the music. It's all about helping others. You know what I mean? So, um now, if I get something set up like this, I'm a charge. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> For real. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying. You, make money. you know what I'm saying? You got to mm-hmm. make money. Yeah. So for sure, for sure. Um, last two things. Um, what's something people don't normally know about you? They probably don't know that. <laughs> uh, I talk to myself and answer my own questions. And also a lot of, a lot of people don't know, a lot of people don't know that I do music just because like I said earlier, I don't, I don't, I'm not the person to put it out there. So when people, um, when people come around, it's like, wait, you rap? Like you do this? Cause especially, especially people like in my job, just because they overheard me on a conversation, I'm talking to somebody like, Hey, I'll be at the studio like that. And they're like, wait, you rap like that? You know? So, um, people at my, at my job, there's people been at my church um or other like mutual friends they're like i didn't know you did music like it's great i just you know like i said it's just something i don't express uh but probably the talking to myself a lot of people don't know that <laughs> i mean i feel like a lot of people talk to themselves and they just never tell anybody yeah exactly right yeah yeah yeah, for sure yeah yeah because yeah. i mean like you know i'm just i'm doing it and i mean i have no problem saying i'll let you know but you know it's like you know that's something i do uh but i and this is like really i feel like it's a cool thing whenever you tell someone you do music and they check it out and they're like whoa like dang this is really good like and you're like yeah yeah yeah, (laughs) something uh last question on this front uh what advice do you have for people wanting to get into music, get into rapping? Um, know exactly, know exactly what it is you want to spread. 
um, what content you want to spread, um, what type of what type of person that you want to be, like persona that you want to build um, as you're going through that journey. Also, know pray about the people that you surround yourself with because especially in this industry, you know, it's, it's grimy. It can be grimy. You know what I mean? And you don't know who's listening. Um, you don't know who's stealing, not even just stealing, just like that energy that you have around you. Like you always want that to be a good vibe. You don't want that. To, you don't want negative people in your circle. You don't want negative people around you, uh, working with you when it comes to music, you know? Um, and then also I would say, um, have a good marketing strategy as well. That's that's the because you can be super talented, but if you ain't got no marketing and you don't know what to do, you're not really gonna go a lot. I mean, you can be the baddest artist. You can, you know, have the baddest lyrics. Like, I mean, actual like influential lyrics. Mm-hmm. But if nobody's hearing you, I mean, it's it's going to waste. And that sucks. You know, it shouldn't have to, I feel like it shouldn't have to be that way. But I mean, that's where we are, you know. Um, and then I will also say um, just stay consistent, like keep creating, even if it's trash, like just keep creating. Like it's not always going to be that way. Um, and I will say don't. Um, I mean, you can share your music, like, with send people. Because I used to do this a lot. I used to send my tracks a lot to my friends and stuff, you know, so they can hear. I mean, that's cool and all, but, like, other times it's like, that's not... Just do you, man. Like, just put it out, you know? Um, you want... I mean, feedback is good. Feedback is great. Um, I guess I guess choose wisely who you send it to, too. You know what I mean? So, um, that's another thing I would say. And I think one more I would say is... Um, be very mindful how like when you're investing like especially when it comes to promotion when it comes to music videos um even equipment you know if you're doing it yourself or uh going to the studio just be mindful of uh you don't have to rush because i used to do that a lot too i used to rush to try to get stuff out and blow all my money and you know music and then i'm and I got to pay bills, you know what I mean? So, you know, so you don't want to be broke, <laughs> you know, you want to be, you want to be prosperous. So, um, but that was like way back when that was just like when I was starting, I'm like, man, I got to get this out. I got it. Cause I used to want to like have my stuff out before anyone else. So that way I'll know it's not always about time. Like it's not always about being the fastest out to do it, you know? Yeah. So, uh, that's probably the last thing I'll say. Okay. So switching gears into the deep stuff the questions that make bit depth bit depth what is the role of spirituality or religion in your life okay that's perfect question um so the role of spirituality is i feel like of course that is completely different from religion um just mainly because i know spiritual people which they're not always talking about jesus they're not always talking about god um you know and I don't necessarily have all the answers when it comes to that type of spirituality. The spirituality I'm talking about is just, I know I'm not perfect. I know I'm going to mess up. Like, I'm not really into the political nature of church, like, to where you got to have all these titles, stipulations, all these grounds, and you have to walk a certain way. You have to wear certain things. Um, 
you have to have 50 million tithes like for what 50 million offerings for what like you know giving money to the church which i i tithe myself but there's a difference between just asking for money and just believing that people are gonna support your church no matter you know what i mean so um yeah i so when it comes to me spirituality i feel like that's something to where you're building a relationship you know I, I say with, with God just because the reason why I believe I used to believe because my parents told me to believe now I don't I don't do that like I actually believe because I firmly believe because he's brought me out of so much there's so many blessings that he's given me that I should not deserve and that's just like little stuff it's not money like that's just my life my house you know um my daughter like I mean stuff that I've done dumb things, but he's brought me out just because I know he loves me. And also, um, just me, you know, believing as well. And I think also when it comes to spirituality is it's, uh, it's all about, it's really all about growth as well. You know, not being so hard on yourself, which I do that a lot. I do that a lot, heavy, especially when it comes to spirituality, because I know I could be doing more. And then like meditation too, I could be doing a whole lot more. So, but um, when it comes to the growth, like as long as you're just doing, like even as even if it's minuscule, you know what I mean, like to where it's bettering you in some type of way, that's all that matters. Like it ain't gotta be no whole spiel to where you're like, you, you know, you got, I don't know, a thousand badges or something. You did something great. You know, you got all these accomplishments. It's just something little to where, okay, you didn't do this today. You got through it. You're becoming a better person. That's just, it takes time. You know, it takes this, this day by day. And, um, so definitely with growth and then like with the relationship, it's just, um, are you really giving your all into it? Are you really giving your hundred 110% and more really, um, to the point where you want to do it? You know, it doesn't have to be, it's not a requirement. It's not a, um, oh, what's another word? It's not to the point where, you know, God is making you do it. It's like, you actually want to be closer, um, your spirit within your soul. And, um, I also think that when it comes to spirituality, it's, uh, it is, it, it does get super deep because it's like, you're going back I with me and I try not to dwell on the past, but you're going back and looking back over like where you come from, you know, where you were and knowing good and well, like you should not be here. You know, um, I remember just me and I mean, I say it, bro, like I was like drinking and driving like like it was nothing should have crashed, to be honest. And I mean, multiple times. But um, it's like those are the type of things I always remember. And then like there was a time I think I what did I do? I did something else dumb. I was just doing a lot of dumb things, bro. <laughs> like I really do. And um Oh yeah. Okay. I'll tell you this. Okay. So, uh, there was a time I was driving and 
See, and I have a problem. I fall asleep at the wheel too. It's really bad. And I, I actually have a doctor's appointment <laughs> next week about it. But I think I might have like either sleep apnea or uh, narcolepsy or something. And so like, you know, when I'm driving, like I get, you get in that comfortable space and I'm like nodding, bro. So there was another time. So I was driving and I was over here. Let's see. Northeast, Northeast 23rd. And I was driving around and uh, I guess, like I said, I fell asleep with the wheel. I guess I, I didn't hit nobody, but it was a lot about to hit. This dude comes up behind me. He's like, no, he comes up beside me. He's like, hey, yo, watch where you going. You know, like that, like, go, oh, what's up? Like, we can do, I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like, bro, I want no problem, you know, like that. But that could have escalated to something worse. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's happened twice because another time I was on my way to work and, uh, and that's when I was working like the night shift. So I was definitely tired. And then this guy, uh, I was, t- I remember I picked up my friend too. And we had pulled into work and I had parked and he pulled up right behind me. And he was just like yelling. Like, he's like, Hey, watch where you going next time. What'd he say? He said, uh, he said, uh, I told him, I said, bro, I was falling asleep at the wheel. I'm sorry. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, you need to watch where you're going. You about to hit my car. And I was just like, Hey, chill, chill, chill like that. So it's just like stuff like that, bro. I've been through a lot of situations where I just feel like God would just, he took that and that, and that spirituality comes into play. Cause it's just like, you're just being yourself too. You're being real and God knows how you act and <laughs> he's just be having to protect you, you know? And I know a lot of people, you know, when people pray for you, you know, that's that, band of protection as well too um and that's why i try i try my very best to pray for everybody even people i don't know because you know what i'm saying like not to just accept that in return it's just like me genuinely wanting people to be okay and like because you don't know what's going on with people like you don't know what people are going through you don't know if they have you know they don't have a house to stay in or they don't have family or anything like that you know um in the same way with <clears throat> just being just being a good person like you know you don't want to be mean to somebody because you don't know when you're going to need somebody as well like um but i think that spirituality is just completely different from religion bro um just because it's pure yeah you know what i mean and it's just you look inside your spirit and that's gonna be fully you like that's gonna be santiago like this is gonna be it's gonna be cj like it's just it's it's different because that's that's yours that's your spirit and it's my spirit but god knows who who we are because he looks at us and he knows our behaviorisms he knows how we're how we're, how we're gonna act he knows um what we're gonna do before we even do it like you know what i mean so um and i mean i and then the same thing about the bible too bro like there are some things I, man, I wish I would have wrote these verses down, but oh, there's some verses like I read and I was just like, and I'm like, hmm, I don't know, you know, like that. And, uh, and then like going back to religion, once again, they say, uh, you're not supposed to question God. You're not supposed to. I'm like, well, how does that make it a relationship? I'm a question. I'm a question. Like I'm going to ask these questions. And I mean, there's sometimes I'll ask, I don't get an answer. And I mean, like that's the end of that. And there's sometimes I do ask and then they'll, up here you know so um that's kind of where i am with that because that that goes into it's like you talking about i can't question god like this isn't your relationship like this isn't your spirit like you know so definitely when it comes to spirituality like i think that it is a chance for you to be you 
you know, and be free. And then you're, you're purely yourself. You know what I mean? I think that spirituality is, is the best thing you can have. And like, for those that even that don't believe in God, like they have their own spirituality that like, that's once again, that's their relationship. That's their, that's what they're going to do, you know? And I feel like people shouldn't be judged off of that either. Like, you know, that's, that's their life, you know? So that's how I feel. When did your faith become your own? That's a great question. I'm going to have to say probably like during college. Mm. I had a I had a case of seizures during college. Mm. Um and I was smoking weed. So um and it was after I was smoking weed I had a seizure. I'm like, you're supposed to prevent this. I don't understand. <laughs> you know, so but um and I also dealt with sleep paralysis too a lot. And I actually had a heavy in college and that's how I was drinking a lot too. So it was um, probably then just because I had several occasions to where I was actually gasping for air um, because I'm pretty sure there was a demon in my room tipping me over, trying to like pummel my face in the pillows so I couldn't breathe like because like literally I would just catch myself and I feel like that was when you know God woke me up and, and I'm just like really like and that happened like a couple times you know and it's just I don't know but I feel like those type of times because I do I how I would pray like I actually had a really really good prayer life during that time um still getting back to where I need to be you know but I feel like that was the point where my faith became my own because I was going through school procrastinating. Um, but he still like, I still would make, you know, pass the class, you know what I'm saying? Uh, still would come out with good grades. Um, and then also still was able to graduate, you know what I mean? Um, and I feel like that none of that would have happened had I not talked to him, had I not prayed about it. And that was, like I said, once again, that wasn't, I wasn't even listening to my parents, like how they were telling me how to read the Bible or how they were telling me uh, what you need to, especially more so my mom, like you need to meditate every day. You need to have five minutes to start slowly like that. I wasn't doing that. Like on some real, I just wasn't like I was, it was like here and there, like I would open the Bible or here and there I would pray or um, I more so what I did, like I said, I talk, I talk aloud. So if anything, I'm just talking to God. Like I'm not really getting into the word like that, but um. My faith became my own during college just because I was going through so much, putting myself through so much. Mm -hmm. And uh, he still loved me because I I was trusting him a lot. Mm -hmm. I was trusting him a lot. And I did that because, like I told you before, like in my mind, either I have a dream or something, it was just like all correlating. And like, so the reason behind it, what he was telling me, um, and how people were acting and how certain situations were arising. I said, so that's why that happened. This is why this is going on right now. And it was all like making sense. And that's when I really started playing. I said, okay, yeah. And so um, even the faith to get up and be consistent. And even when I was acting, you know, I'm like praying about it. I'm like, God, just please help me like with these lines. Cause I was having problems memorizing too, you know, and trying to stay consistent. And I mean, he did, you know, it just, it just happened, you know? Um, and so that was probably the main, cause even when I was in high school, bro, like I just wasn't, I was just going to church just because like, it was cool to go to church where I went and everything. Um, 
But even like listening to the sermon, I wasn't there. Like I was just kind of in my own place, you know. But I mean, and I mean, like, of course, I had to go to church, but it wasn't a point where I mean, it wasn't an obligation like that to where I'm like, I mean, because I did enjoy going, but I just wasn't into it like I am now. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's 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 probably where my faith became my own. Yeah. So I would say. Yeah. What is your definition of God? Hmm. <laughs> I go with our, he's our creator. And honestly, bro, like we say he, people say she, I don't care at the end of the day, bro. Like it's God. And I think um, God is, I do believe that God is how you make it to. I, I, I believe that. I believe in God, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus Christ. I definitely do believe that. Um, now, when it comes to God as this whole entity, I I can see how, I can understand how some people may say that, um, like how God is, I guess in a sense, we are God. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see that. Um, I think if that is the case, it has, I, I am the type of person, you got to capitalize God, like you got to capitalize that. Now, if we were God, like that would have to be like lowercase just because I feel like that's just how it is. Like I don't, I've just got to that point where I'm, we don't have the same level thinking that he or she had, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, and we still are humans, you know what I'm saying? Now, when people say like, I can, I, like I said, I can see how we could be God because we make things happen, but don't forget who, created you and don't forget who's helping you above you know what i'm saying and around not even just above like everywhere you know now i have heard like everything's like everything is god and i'm like like the symbol here (laughs) is that god you know what i'm saying like you know stuff like that you know um but god to me personally is just um he's my creator um and the the only reason why i'm still alive despite everything that's happened. Um, that's probably my take on it. Um, trying to think, cause I have another, know something else to say. Um, I think also God to me is, what can I say? It's a mind state, mm-hmm. like, men, like yeah, mentality, yeah. mentality. Um, kind of how you make the day. Um, in a way I could, I could get down with that too, just because we really are, even though we, we didn't create ourselves, but I feel like we do, we do make life how it is. We make our own decisions. You know, we, we speak it, we believe it, you know, and it happens. Um, and those those words, those affirmations, you know, I do I do uh, get down with those two. I do believe in those. Um, it's just a matter of the action, though, you know, and making it happen. So, uh, but hey, I'm gonna have to say, ultimately, God is just is just the reason why I'm alive, bro. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. What do you think happens when we die? Oh. <sighs> Uh, man, I've been thinking about that, bro. Um, I don't think, I think heaven is going to look like they say, like it says in the Bible, but I think it's going to be better than what it says in the Bible. And I think also when we dream, 
when we die, we go wherever we dream. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, because, and I don't really get too much into the multiverse or whatever. You know what I mean? I think it's cool though, just because like, I think when we were, I saw something online, something, and I don't know if it was a pretty sure it was an incredible source, but, um, to where like when we when we are dreaming like we're just on those different planes or whatever wherever the case may be um and then i also thought about like you know the good place mm-hmm. <laughs> thought about that too like i i think we um when we die i think um it, it, i also i also thought about wherever we think we're going to go whatever heaven cuz i mean with heaven being that state of mind, like when we die, whatever we see heaven as, or wherever we see the afterlife as, that's where we're gonna be. Mm-hmm. And I feel like God is just gonna be there. I also sometimes feel like um, I was also in this other play called The Waiting Room, and um, I feel like that exists as well, just because you know that void space, white. It may be black. I don't know. Whatever color it may be, um, while we are waiting to go where we're gonna go, um, I do believe in hell, um, and I feel like that is a real thing. And I think hell is not. I think hell is worse than what is depicted as well. So, um, but I think, like I said, where we go, wherever you, um, however you depict your afterlife, what it was going to be like, I think that's most likely where we go when we die. So that's how I feel. How do we reduce the division between people? Reduce the division between people? As in, like, we need to be more united? Or what do you mean? I mean, yes, but... uh, Yeah, the... Usually this question kind of has a political context anyways just because of what we're dealing with anyways but like you know in general division division okay you said how do we stop it reduce it (laughs) man i think we all just need to sit down like and i mean that that sounds very ambitious but like there needs to be a i don't know some type of panel or something to where we all like just talk out whatever it is like what we don't like about each other or whatever we don't agree with and then come to a resolution to where on some type of balance uh some type of agreement to where we can come together and be just united and go for the same thing because it's just like usually it's just people thinking they're better than each other or um just ultimate pettiness or either I'm trying to think what else ignorance. Um, I don't know, man. I think, I think that really should happen. I think we also, everyone needs to be retaught how to love bro. Cause like love at the end of the day is what brings us all together. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if there's just, I feel like I can't hate anybody. You know what I'm saying? I just, I can't, like, I'll be petty, but I can't, I cannot hate, though. I cannot hate, like, I, I don't hate nobody at all. Um, and I think that's something that we, just, like I said, it's ambitious, but if we just sit down and talk it out and just, like, be civil about it and get some, 
some understanding across and talk about love. Like, I think that can reduce that division. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Do you believe humans are evil by nature? Mm. I feel like, ah, man, I feel like it could maybe be possible. Mm. Maybe. But nine times out of ten, I feel like that's taught, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, because you can have somebody just born that way, and it's just like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, because I feel like there's always, there's going to be evil in the world, you know? Um, but I feel like it's all about, it is about upbringing. It's about upbringing. Um, but I do feel like people just want to be evil, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, they working for Satan or they just working for themselves and they just want people to burn and they want people, they just love being evil. And it's just like, why, you know? Um, so I think by nature, I think it's a possibility. I don't think that's always the case though. Um, just because, I mean, there are dictators out there and stuff, but I feel like that's more political than anything. So. I don't know, man. Um, I think it is a possibility, though. And I think that... Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's a valid answer. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) What do you think humanity is heading towards in the future? These are some great questions, bro. (laughs) Some great questions. Okay, say it again. Humanity. What do you think humanity is heading towards in the future? Not looking good. <laughs> not. <laughs> not looking good at all. Um, we are heading to so bad, like a lot of bad stuff. Yeah, it's something. It's something. Um, just I look at you know I don't really get into politics and all that stuff. I too not like politics at all, bro. Um, but I think about. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, sure. Okay. Do you do you do you get into conspiracies or it depends. Depends. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Um, so like do you so we think about like, you know, entertainment, right? We're talking about entertainment anyway, right? So like with the movies and stuff, is that just like what's the word I'm looking for? Um foreshadowing mm-hmm. of what's to come in the near future like in the movies i'm talking like of course you know like irobot or like um 2012 of course 2012 you know that happened 2012 but i'm just saying like movies like that like to where it's like you would think this could happen you know do you think that's foreshadowing for uh maybe it's just uh because because i think with like entertainment it's just uh artists and de- depending on which context, how loose of a term you might say artist, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I got you. But like we're, we as artists ourselves too are uh, a reflection of what is around us. Right? right. And so it's, it's not even so much like a conspiracy to be like, Oh, look what's coming, but more so of just, we are thinking about this, right? And it's like, this is a way that it could go. And maybe by putting it out there, 
we're like showing how bad it would be and hopefully preventing it or maybe showing some of the things that like might lead to it. And so it's like, hey, let's not do that, you know? <laughs> Trying to like get the blueprint. Yeah, you know yeah. It's saying? like, hey, yeah. like you saw how this went. Like, yeah. let's not do that. Um, so exactly. Yeah, where you know, art imitates life. Yes. Imitates art. Imitates yes. life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I was gonna say too. Uh, so another thing. So like distractions, we're just going to, I'll say, so like, um, because at the same time, like with the Will Smith thing, I know, I think it was that, I don't know if it was that same week or whatever when it happened, but I know I saw, you know, with Ukraine and stuff like that. It was like, uh, what was it? The bond, let's see, did they, basically like children died um, and some other families died and I'm like, but we talking about Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Like those type of distractions. What? Why? Why are we so <laughs> distractible? <laughs> <laughs> why is that? Why is that? How do you think? Uh, we can get into that in the second one. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. But because we've been taught to. Mm. <laughs> um. But yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> let me get back to <laughs> go your ahead, sorry, questions. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, what are you optimistic about for our future? That's good. Um, I would say I'm hoping that there won't be another pandemic for another decade, at least. Yeah, this is usually how the clock goes. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> like just because that. It just sucks, man, because it's like, um, and then, okay, so here's another thing. <laughs> Sorry to go off track, you're bro. You're good, you're good. Um, so when, with the whole thing with COVID, um, is it real? <laughs> <laughs> is it real? Have you had a COVID? I mean, you said, have I had it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so this <Then> yeah. Is- <laughs> I've had it twice. <laughs> so here's my other question so have you ever thought of like the symptoms right mm. what if it was not COVID and something else like flu like symptoms mm. and the allergy like symptoms and stuff like that mm. but you get tested for it and then they pop up and they say oh you got COVID but what if it wasn't COVID um so this is where the like conspiracy uh I have to like make sure. I, I listen to like several like uh, not necessarily like anti conspiracy podcasts, but just like they question gotcha. uh hysteria. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and people tend to assume that things are far more under control than they really are. The truth is nobody knows what they're doing. There's like yeah, we got like a test out here and it verifies this thing. And it's like, this is what we know the COVID thing is. And it's like the person at the lab, you know, doesn't know what COVID itself looks like. They haven't seen it under the the microscope, but they know that whenever the test shows this positive, they know how to like tell when it's positive. Right. And so it's just like, that's it. Like it's we we just like refine it everything as simple as possible because like we really don't like nobody knows what we're doing 
And it's like, I don't know what COVID is. It's a virus. I know, like, you know, people share pictures of it. It's like, yeah, it has, like, the the, the round ball thing. And it's like, that's how it, like, you know, scientifically is able to latch on and spreadable through the air and all that sort of things. But it's like, I'm not a freaking microbiologist or whatever. I'm not a epidemiologist. And so, like, I'm not... I don't have the knowledge there to be able to like interpret like whether or not a COVID test, like a real COVID test, just like look, and I I can't spend the time to, to like re- yeah 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 and yeah, so no, exactly there are many people who are like paid to make sure that people don't die right and this is what they suggest and you know we do that with our doctors with other stuff they've figured out that like you know, from very basic stuff to very complicated stuff that like, these are the things that will and won't hurt you. And so it's like, you can figure out for yourself that when you like put your hand on the stove, it's going to be hot and it's going to burn you. But like also, uh, you don't know, or we didn't know for years that like lead in paint and gasoline was killing us. And actually like whenever there's enough exposure, that makes us actually more violent over the years. And so like, that's a little bit more complicated. I couldn't have figured that out by myself. Right. But yeah. like they did. And so it's chaos. Like we're just, we're just figuring it out. Nobody knows really. Exactly. <laughs> the only reason why I ask that is because, you know, people at work and they're saying like, somebody said like, oh, that's, well, the truth, actually COVID ain't real. And I was like, okay. And then like, uh, it was another one said, you know, the flu like symptoms and stuff. And I'm like, I mean, I can see, I just like, like, how are you doing? Like <clears throat> we're going deep, you know? And we're just picking at the brain and stuff like that. And I was like, you know, it makes you think as well. But like, I've known people that died from COVID, bro. And it's like, and even if it wasn't just COVID itself, COVID enhanced that or, you know, like it exacerbated like what was going to happen. Like, you know, because they had those conditions already. So it's like, uh, bro, it's here, you know. <laughs> it's something. Yeah, it's something. Right, right. Exactly. You know, so, um, but go ahead. What's your, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, uh, but I mean, like, yeah, it, it hits people different. Right. So, I mean, like, something you said earlier is like, oh, you like were smoking weed and it like messed you up. You know, exactly. And it's like, yeah. it hits people different. Everything hits people different. And so, like, for some people, it's the best. They're smoking weed all the time. They're like, man, it like chills me out. It helps me like, expand my thoughts and everything. It's like, yeah. And for some people they hit that, they just cough real bad and they're like, I don't like it. And I feel really paranoid and I, I don't like what's going on. So like, I'm just going to, it hits people different. It's not for everyone. And it's like in the same way, it's like, there's this virus that we don't know a whole lot about. We know a lot more about it now than we did three, four years ago. And so like some people that were like young and healthy, it killed them. Uh, And then what we notice is that also mostly Older people and people with comorbidities die from it die as well. From, right. So it's like, yeah, it's like, it has people different. Right. Wow. Exactly. <laughs> I think I, I I'll get back to me optimistic though. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I do. I'm hoping like for, I don't know, better. Which I'm really hoping, like hoping for better, I guess, in a way, leadership, but at the same time, you know what is a leader in this country? You know what I'm saying? So, but, um, I'm also hoping better for, uh, honestly, even though, I mean, I like being Oklahoma, but I'm, I'm hoping better for Oklahoma just because, uh, there's a lot of things happening. Um, a lot of big things. And, uh, and then, uh, people I'm meeting too. And 
um, hearing and then like my friends that are artists, um, they're progressing. Um, I'm hoping to see someone like someone that I know, um, just get out of here. You know what I'm saying? And I'm hoping for really not even just like a lot of people, just because I want them to, I want them to make it, you know, like really be up there and, uh, just be in their success. You know what I'm saying? Even if that's at home, you know what I mean? Like, so, but yeah, for sure. What makes you content? Food. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Food. It gotta be food. And what, what food came to mind just then? Quesadillas. Nice. And like, um, I would say quesadillas with some fries or either some pasta, whatever pasta may be. Um I love Alfredo. Um and then like uh like when I get home, I'm gonna cook some um like I use a uh, turkey meat, like I use that, but that, you know, that's every, anything I use with meat, like I use, I just eat turkey and chicken. And I mean, like if I eat beef, it's just going to be a burger, but I don't eat burgers a lot. Like I used to, cause I used to like go, you know, go to the store, get, you know, get the patties, cook them up. And I mean, I was in there chefing it up almost every night, bro. With these burgers, cheese, lots of cheese on it. I mean, putting sauce in the burger, saucing it up, bro. Like, I used to do that heavily, but now I just kind of, um, I want to get into like plant-based though, just because of course that's healthier. But, um, the only thing I've had a plant-based is just like the chicken. Um, yeah, which was, I, I was surprised to be honest. I was like, man, this is actually really good. I just need to keep eating it. So, <laughs> so I don't, so my body would be okay. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, that makes me more, most content along with, um, music. For sure. Food and music. Yeah. When will you be satisfied? Probably when I'm dead. Yeah. Honestly, like, um, just because I know uh, oh, no more pain, bro. No more, like, feelings. You know what I mean? Like, it's just free. Yeah. That's that's probably when. And I mean, like, I'll say, too, like, um, when I'm older and I'm, like, comfortable, financially stable. Mm-hmm. I'll be satisfied then, but ultimately I'm going to be like deuces on out of here, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> for sure. What advice do you have for people in general? Mm, guard your soul, bro. Guard your spirit. Um, definitely, by all means, pray for who you hang out with and um, take time for yourself because... I'm I'm the type of person I've done like I I mean I I'm do myself now but I used to be like out every like almost every night you know whether it's just like work working when I was door dashing and stuff but like take care of your health like mental health more so um and if you talk to yourself keep talking to yourself because I feel like you know therapy is cool um I know people that do therapy um and I think that's awesome to do just because for the people that need it and they need someone to talk to and it helps them mentally, like get through a lot of things, you know? Um, but I mean, if you know, you talking to yourself, that's going to help too, just because, um, it's you, you know, and you're already spouting out those problems and realizing where, how, how long it's been, where you've come from 
you know, in the past and seeing where you are now and how you're alive and, and well, and just being appreciative and be, you know, be loving, you know, like, um, and always, and check up on people too, Hmm. you know, check up on people. And, um, I think that's it. Yeah. (laughs) Last question, potentially most importantly, cake or pie? Cake. What is best cake? Uh, and I say that, but I don't really eat sweets like that. But cake, I would have to say, man, I would have to say marble cake. Mm. Like, uh, I don't know. I would, I think I would say Sam's because like Sam's, I've had it before. Their marble cake and with the whipped cream icing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> It's so good. Like if I had, there's sometimes like I have like a sweet tooth and like, if I like go get a, that whole cake, I'm eating that by myself, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So yes. Psych the wordsmith. Thank you so much for doing this with me. Of course. No, I appreciate you. Where can we find you in your things? Um, so SoundCloud, psych the wordsmith, P S Y C H. The wordsmith, T H E W O R D S M I T H. That's, on SoundCloud, YouTube, um, Apple Music, Spotify. Um, and if you want to listen to my old stuff, uh, I'll be releasing old stuff under the Psyche name. Um, just kind of re-release stuff. Um, hopefully that'll be the next week or so. Um, just because I already got the tracks, so I just got to put it out. Um, and then I think Twitter is the same way too. Psych the Worst Move, P-S-Y-C-H. And Instagram as well. Yeah, forgot about Instagram. So yeah, that's where you can find me. Amazing. Um, once again, thank you so much. Yes, sir. I'm Santiago Ramones. Psych the Wordsmith. <laughs> what track is about to play? Let's play Thinking About. Let's play that. Thinking About. No, dude, I was going to go over anyways because, like, I'm a badass friend like that. Like, I don't know about the rest of the people that we work with. They're all pieces of shit. But I show up. If you invite me, I'm going to show up because that's you taking the time and effort to creating or doing whatever and inviting me to your home. Like, the fuck? I've been thinking about, I've been thinking about, I've been thinking about, I've been thinking about,
wrong anyway. I've been thinking about, I've been thinking about, move on to better days. I've been thinking about, I've been thinking about, you the one who was all in my soul, I ain't had no control. I was trying to do what was told, had the bottle in the middle that was making me bold. Like, I've been thinking about, I've been thinking about you, I've been thinking about me, I've been thinking about, I've been thinking about, tell me what we gonna do, tell me who we gonna see. I've been thinking about, I've been thinking about everything on my mind, cause I've been up on the grind and I really wanna shine. I've been thinking about, I've been thinking about, I've been thinking about. Videos. People be capping, I know they be silly though Next I'll be diagramming with no Vizio Knew this would happen, all ab initio Having no contract without all the contact Made it all worse and made the ignition slow I ain't even mad, I just see it mixing with the consequences That's alright, you know I see the definition From that one decision, change the whole path of my life That was Cam speaking to me, but I didn't listen That was Cam speaking to me, but I didn't listen Now I see the vision, and I'm waiting on God When it comes to the music Different people he be bringing in my life I just don't wanna go ahead and Seeing the demise with the way that we talk Yeah, you show me how to walk And you show me how to speak How to really get my reach But every time I tell you something You put it on repeat With the looks and the robe And the case not closed Cause you open all the evidence I gave And you let it unfold Why you let it unfold? I've been thinking about I've been thinking about you I've been thinking about me I've been thinking about I've been thinking about Tell me what we gonna do Tell me who we gonna see I've been thinking about I've been thinking about Everything on my mind Cause I've been up on the grind And I really wanna shine I've been thinking about I've been thinking about There's a bunch of shitty people who like try to fake themselves for me, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, I keep meeting people and they, they like fake themselves to fit in my world. And then like after, you know, I don't know, I'm a good observer and I watch them. I'm like, whoa, it's like, that's not even who you are. Like, why even fake yourself for me? But then I kind of realized, like I said, like, I get it. I'm the fucking trophy. I'm the catch, not them. You can find everything that I do on my website, SantiagoRamones.com. I make music and produce audio. The music you're hearing now is music I made. You can listen to official releases by Santiago Ramones on Spotify, Apple Music, and the other streaming places. Or you can support me directly by buying my music on Bandcamp. I'm working on Hypothetical, my first singer-songwriter album. So if you'd like to hear that at some point, there are lots of ways to support me on my website. There's a Discord server in which we discuss deep topics from the podcast, but it's also a community of beautiful human beings. All the links to all my things are on my website, SantiagoRamones.com. Please take a moment to rate and review the podcast. It would mean a lot to me to hear what you have to say, and it lets others know what to expect, better than I could ever explain. I want to help the world have deeper conversations, so thank you for listening to and supporting BitDepth. I was in the podcast with my three things. They shape my life philosophy. Those three things are love never fails. It's going to be okay. I might be wrong. <laughs>